Good morning. What's going on, my friends? Today is friggin... I'm going to say it's the 8th of April, 2019. It's a beautiful Monday. It's friggin' 57 degrees already. We had some fog. That the spring friggin' sun is burning right off the Pennsylvania ground. That's good. Surrounded by construction vehicles friggin' coming down from the quarry. I'm really curious what those anuses are doing up in that quarry. Obviously, they're using all this stone and sand or whatever they got to uh, provide the raw materials for construction on our local highway, I-476, otherwise known as the Northeast Extension. So there they go, leaving me as the last vehicle, or the first vehicle in the line to cross this red light. And that's okay. That's okay. Got a busy day ahead of me, my friends. Heading into Healthy Balance Chiropractic. Got a freaking busy, full schedule. I'm going to throw that front door open, put the fan on. Got a new floor. Got this poly, um, you know, polymer floor, which is a cushion and has a, um, it fits together like a jigsaw puzzle very tightly. And it's got a fucking, um, like a wood grain cover on it, wood grain painted onto the top or printed onto the top of these sheets, had it installed by my good buddy Mantelope, he's a fucking fast runner, very powerful legs, like a mantelope, an antelope, but he's a man, the mantelope, there we go, freaking air brakes going, almost ready to rock and roll, zero to 60 in freaking two seconds going across this intersection, people in back of me are like, come on, let's freaking go, let's go, motherfucker, here we go, boom, got the guy on the bike with the freaking white beard behind me, cyclist with his freaking blink, blinking lights and road guard vests and all that shit, he's going faster than the damn dump truck is. All right, so what do we got then? Moving and grooving here. Movement is life. Motion is lotion. Busy day full of patience. I have a motivational speaking gig on Wednesday at a company called Accelerata in Concha Hawkins. So that's going to be interesting. I'm about to cut out early for lunch, head down there, do my little motivational speaking thing. I'm going to do a dry run in a moment. And I'll do subsequent dry runs over the next couple days, a couple times a day, so I can get myself squared away, prepared for this event. Um, attention getter, completely unrelated to any all this shit, is that I'm watching, half watching, half taking a nap this morning, Spongebob, and between episodes there's a commercial, and they say there's a Monopoly Cheaters Edition. And the idea is to break all the rules. I'm saying, you know, I'm no straight lacer, ham and egger type, Dudley do right, but that's fucked up, man. That you're inventing board games that are all about cheating. Monopoly, cheaters edition. So, Monopoly, what, kind of a business thing. I own this real estate, I own this house. Um, I own this community. I'm trying to, you know, get the monopoly or get everything, win the entire board. 
I want all your shit. And now I'm prepared to cheat to get it. I don't know, man. I think that our society is sufficiently fucked up to embrace something like this. Just absolutely crazy and close to chaos and anarchy and everything. Like we... I feel like we've lost our way in America, our moral compass, when everything is uh, good and bad is kind of commingling. We used to stand for something. A lot of us still do. But this is, for honest, honestly, man, this is the political discourse here. This is Donald Trump leading the way or being a piss-poor leader and running his mouth every fucking day being controversial and all the other people on the other side going back at him I don't know. Is there a good and evil? Is there good and evil in each of us? I think that that's the case. But I won't be buying Monopoly Cheaters Edition for my family. You fucking idiots. And shame on you as a company, Milton Bradley or whoever owns that shit now, for thinking that this is the time is right to do something like this. Absolutely fucking unreasonable, unconscionable. And I'm sure it's a fun game and people are going to love it. And that's going to make even little kids feel like if you're not cheating, you're not trying hard enough. And I had a very important person in my life, um, one of my Marine Corps mentors, who said that to me. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying hard enough. And he said that in the context of, you know, we're going to win, guys. We're going to freaking, you know, we're going to battle. Everything is battle. Everything is a war, and that's the business we're in. And if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying hard enough. We're going to go this way, and that's the way they're going to expect us to do, and they're going to expect us to do this sort of thing, but we're going to sneak in and do it this way. Because if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying hard enough. Think about that for a second. Makes me think about um, a story that I was talking to my wife about yesterday. It's about organized athletics and some parent that she knows she was kibitzing um, with another parent who who was frustrated because their child did not get uh, the mandatory number of plays in a particular game. It was during like a a significant game, like a game where there was a lot at stake, maybe playoffs or championship game, and all the kids are entitled or are... um, mandatory at this level of play that they all get a certain number of plays. So everybody can develop their skills and get their time on the field. And this parent overheard a coach asked, when asked, uh, did Joe Blow get uh, the number of pl- Oh yeah, yeah. She got all the plays. Uh, she was out there, yeah. Um, keep such and such in. And what that was about was winning. That was about game time decision, crunch time decision. We're going to do whatever we can to win. And I find that completely reasonable uh, for a lot of times. Like you feel like, man, we just, we just want to win. We, we, we got to do it. Come on, guys. We're, we're real close. We got to win. Like the school of hard knocks, the, the real world is very harsh. And you have to do what you have to do in order to come home with a victory. 
so we're all tempted to put together the plan that involves our best players, so to speak, or our best methods. Now, why would I change things now? I need I don't need to change things and, and put in a, another player who might not be my best player. We're gonna we're gonna keep the squad out there right now. Because if we change, then we might lose. And we lose sight, I think, of um, you know, so that's cheating essentially. That is um, being lax with the rules. Which again, I'm not a. I feel I've said, and I do feel sometimes that rules. Um, uh, let's see. Any fool will make a rule, and any fool will follow it. Like for instance, sometimes you know we have tax day, right? Tax day is next week. People are saying, "Oh, I, I all those tax breaks that we're supposed to get from Trump." Well, where are they? I had to pay more than ever this year. For the first year ever, I had to pay. And there was less money in my paycheck and all this shit. Bait and switch. You know, we're no better off tax-wise. We're still getting it, taking it in the ass. All right? And so you look at the uh, people in charge and these corporate uh, conglomerates and stuff, and you hear about their paying next to nothing as a corporation. I'm sure the truth is always is in the middle somewhere, but you know it's kind of fucked up that the little guys out here we're paying for all kinds of shit. Look at we're driving through potholes. Road crews are fortunately starting to get out there and fix our highways and, and local roads up. But our infrastructure sucks. We got bridges that are crumbling. We got we see it, we feel it, right? We know that the, there's a nation in disrepair. That just like our homes and our property, there's a certain amount of upkeep that's required. And sometimes it doesn't get done. And shit takes forever. It's freaking I-476, all these dump trucks. They're gonna it's like they they wanna never stop this job. They're freaking working here forever. Hell no, this is a good gig. I love it. Pick up rocks in the quarry, drive it out to the thing, dump it down. They're not gonna use all of it. Whatever. I'm just spitballing here. This is what it seems like. This is the sense that one gets about fairness in our society and, and the way people behave. But you ever hear that? You ain't you hear those phrases? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying hard enough. Any fool will make a rule and any fool will follow it. It's better to uh, it's better not to ask it's better to ask for forgiveness after the fact take action and ask for forgiveness later. Hey, can we play on this field over here? Ah, let's just do it. You know, if somebody's got a problem, they'll let us know. And you can rest assured they will. Sometimes I agree with that, man. You ask for something from, let's say, the local government. Hey, can we use this plot of land to exercise on? Um, We need to use this gazebo... um, to do some crafting over the weekend with. There's never anybody in here, really, but do we need to reserve it? Oh, yes, there's this very lengthy process. Do you have insurance for your event? And what's your mom's maiden name? And <coughs> all this shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's very interesting in this regard. Um, 
All right, let's shift gears here real quick. I'm going on Wednesday at 12.45. Uh, I'm going to have arrived Accelerata Bimbo Foods. That's the name of it. I didn't make it up. Conchahawk, and they make, I understand, is they make snack foods. So they got various products. They're trying to um, push innovation on their employees and, and license their employees to take the fear away, thereby license their employees to take risks and to be bold and to innovate. And so, what can Dr. Drill possibly add to this scenario, right? Well, I'm an innovator. You know, I'm a doctor. I'm a drill instructor. I'm a friggin' exercise guy. I'm a wood carver. I'm a teacher. And so I know that you have to take risks. Yes, you have to assess what you have been doing and what has been working. Take the best. What's up, Roscoe? I'm good, man. How are you holding up? You feel like shit, don't you? All right, I'm heading in. I'm like five minutes away from the office. Let me uh, let me get in there, and I will. Uh, you get text on this phone. All right, I'm going to text you right back with the first available around three thirty, four o'clock. Of course, I appreciate you. I'll take good care of you. Stand by. Text. All right, that guy is the friggin' best. So, uh, see if we got room for Roscoe. Um, how can I possibly contribute to this? So, the bullets are then, objective one, be bold. I'm going to talk about the concept of be bold in bracket, which is an infantry and artillery-ism for indirect fire. Let's say we've got a, a known enemy in the distance, and we want to drop some... Um, high explosive rounds on the enemy that's trying to kill us, all right? We estimate the distance. It could be a thousand meters away. So what are we going to do? Well, I'm going to drop around 1,500 meters away. And when that hits beyond the target, well, I'm going to draw, I'm going to cut that in half and I'm going to go 800 meters away. And now we see the round splash on the near side of the objective. Now, my max effective range to destroy that target is, or max effective range of a, a kill radius of an artillery round is going to be, I don't know, 100 meters. So I'll add two or 300 meters and I'll be right in the vicinity of that enemy and it's going to destroy them. When I hit that target right on the top, say it's a tank or a bunker or something. Then I'm going to say fire for effect. And I'm going to drop a bunch of rounds very accurately right on that particular grid. Right? So that's called be bold in bracket. Fortune favors the bold. I'll reference that um, statement, that quote. 
Next thing is taking risks. All right. Risk taking, calculated risk taking. And I'm going to talk about how it's important to put yourself out there and risk exposure because fortune favors the freaking bold. So in any endeavor, you have to start somewhere. And there's this, uh, you have to risk failure, which sucks, right? There is this uh, cool MOOC, which stands for Massive Open Course Software, uh, Massive Open Course yeah, it's like a short college course. It's free on Coursera. It's called Create uh, Innovation for Creativity and Change. Guy, very smart. Uh, his name is Jack Matson and his, his uh, team. And they talk about how this, there's this concept called Intelligent Fast Failure, or IFF, whereby you realize that in taking a risk, you're most likely going to fail first. All right? Thomas Edison making a a better light bulb, you know, Henry Ford, Bill Gates, you know, Rome was not built in a day. And so you create a hasty concept of, you know, that could be as zany as you want it. Say you're making some new product line where you're going to go, you're going to shoot for the moon and maybe hit a star. And when you fail, as you expected, you're not going to beat yourself up about it. You were going to then adjust onto the target. You're going to take the best of that success and you are going to use that to build your product and refine it and make it better than ever. Right? continue this uh, little brainstorm over lunch.